section eighteen of in old plantation days by paul lawrence dunbar this librivox recording is in the public domain the brief cure of aunt fanny some people grow old gracefully charmingly others with a bitter reluctance so evident that it detracts from whatever dignity might attach to their advanced period of life of this latter class was aunt fanny she had cooked in the mordaunt kitchen for more years than those hands who even claimed middle age cared to remember but any reference to the length of time she had passed there was keenly resented by the old woman she had been good-looking in her younger days sprightly and a wonderful worker and she held to the belief in her capabilities long after the powers of her youth and middle age were gone she was still young when her comrades parker tempe dashi and ma'am henry had duly renounced their sins got religion and confessed themselves old she had danced beyond the time when all her comrades had grown to the stage of settled and unfrivolous christianity indeed she had kept up her gaiety until she could find no men old enough to be her partners and the young men began to ignore her then she went into the church but with the cooking it was different even to herself after years had come and brought their infirmities she would not admit her feebleness and she felt that she had never undergone a greater trial or endured a more flagrant insult than when maria was put into the kitchen to help her with her work help her with her work indeed who could help her in truth what need had she of assistance was she not altogether the most famous cook in the whole county was she not able by herself to cope with all the duties that could possibly devolve upon her resentment renewed her energy and she did her work with an angry sprightliness that belied her years she browbeat maria and made her duties a sinecure by doing everything just as she had done before her rival's appearance it was pretty hard for the younger woman who also was active and ambitious and there were frequent clashes between the two but aunt fanny from being an autocrat had gained a consciousness of power and was almost always victorious in these bouts uh-huh she said to tempe discussing the matter they ain't gwine to put no upstart black woman over me after all de years i's been in dat kitchen i knows ever brick and slat in it it is built for me and i ain't gwine let nobody take it from me no sir not aunt well de preacher done though wid de washes on dis aid we's all gettin old dough said tempy thoughtfully and de young ones got to take our place gettin old gettin old aunt fanny would exclaim indignantly i ain't gettin old i dare says spry as i was when i was a gal and by her work she made an attempt to bear out her statement it would not do though for time has no illusions neither is he discreet and he was telling on aunt fanny the big house too had felt for a long time that she was failing but the old master had hesitated to speak to her but now he felt that she was going from bad to worse and that something must be done it was hard speaking to her but when morning after morning the breakfast was unpardonably late the beaten biscuits were burned and the cakes tough it appeared that the crisis had come just at this time too maria made it plain that she was not being given her proper share of responsibility and steward mordaunt the old master went down to remonstrate with aunt fanny 
now fanny he said you know we have never complained of your cooking and you have been serving right here in this kitchen for forty years haven't you yes i has mas stuart said aunt fanny and i wish i could go right on for forty years mo i wish so too but age is telling on you just as it is on me he put his hand to his white head it is no use your working so hard any more i want to work hard said aunt fanny tremulously it's my life but you are not able to do it said mordaunt forcibly you are too old fanny she turned on him a look eager keen and argumentative i's mighty show you older'n me mass stuart she said i know it he said hastily didn't i just say that age was telling on us both you ain't quit runnin de plantation yet was the calm reply the master was staggered for a moment but he hurriedly rallied no i haven't but i am a good deal less active than i was twenty ten even five years ago i don't work much i only direct others and that's just what i want you to do be around direct others and teach maria what you know it ain't in her sententiously put it in her someone had to teach you no sir i was a born cook Nem mind i see you want to get rid of me Nem mind maria kin have de kitchen the old woman's voice was trembling and tears stood in her eyes big and glistening mordaunt always gentle-hearted gave in well confound it fanny he broke in do as you please i've nothing more to say i suppose we'll have to go on eating your burned biscuits and tough batter cakes as long as you please that's all i have to say but with maria there was no such easy yielding for she knew that she had the power of the big house behind her and in the next bout with aunt fanny she held her own and triumphed for the first time the older woman's anger knew no bounds she went sullenly to her cabin that night and she did not rise the next morning when the horn blew she told those who inquired that she was sick and i low she invariably added dat i's either got the rheumatiz or dat black wench has conjured me so's to git my kitchen case she knowed dat was de only way to git it now aunt fanny well knew that to accuse one of her fellow-servants of calling in the aid of the black heart was to bring about the damnation of that other servant if the story gained credence but even she doubted that the plantation could believe anything so horrible of one so generally popular who besides had her own particular following among the latter ma'am henry was not one to be numbered but she was a woman who loved to see fair play and after having visited aunt fanny in her cabin she said in secret to aunt tempy fanny she don't look lack no conjured woman to me and i's gwine find out whether dey's anything to matter wid her at all cause i don't believe dey is i believe she des in one o her tantrums cause maria stood her down bout de kitchen aunt tempy had answered dey ain't no sputin dat fanny is gittin old and doty the sick woman or malingerer whichever she was did not see the subtle motive which prompted ma'am henry's offer to nurse and doctor her she looked upon it as an evidence of pure friendship and a tribute to her own worth on the plantation she saw in ma'am henry a woman older even than herself a trusted ally in revolt against the advances of youth and she anticipated a sympathetic listener into whose ears she might pour her confidences as to her powers as a curer and a nurse while ma'am henry was not actually long-headed she was known to be both gifted and wise and was close in the confidence of dr bass the conjure man himself although maria went her way about the kitchen and made the most of her new-found freedom she 
heard with grief and consternation not unmingled with a wholesome fear the accusations which her old enemy was making against her she trembled for what the plantation would say and do and for what her master would think some of her misgivings she communicated to aunt tempy who reassured her with the remark never you mind child you just go along and do your work days things workin for you in de dark meanwhile ma'am henry had duly installed herself in her patient's cabin and entered upon her ministrations the afflicted arm and leg were covered with greased jimson weed and swathed in bandages tain't no use doin dis ma'am henry aunt fanny protested tain't a bit o use i's here to tell you dat dis misery i's sufferin wid ain't no rheumatiz hits dis plain conjure and dey ain't nothin gwine to do no good but to meet trick wid trick you lay low child answered ma'am henry impressively i got my own idees i's gwine to use all de rheumatiz kyos and den of you ain't no better de sign will be show as de wood dat you's been tricked den we gwine to use other things aunt fanny closed her eyes and resigned herself she could afford to wait for she had a pretty definite idea herself what the outcome would be in the long hours that the women were together it was quite natural that they should fall into confidences and it was equally natural that aunt fanny should be especially interested in the doings of the kitchen and the big house her mistress had brought her some flannels and good things to eat and while she had sympathized with her she felt that nothing could have been more opportune than this illness that settled the question of the cooking once and for ever in one of their talks aunt fanny asked her nurse what old miss liza say about me being sick she say she mighty sorry for you but dat tain't no mo din she spected anyhow cause de kitchen kin are open and you gettin too old to be round sposin use f to all kind of draughts huh sniffed aunt fanny from the bed and she flirted the rheumatic arm around in a way that should have caused her unspeakable pain she never flinched however she don't believe you conjured ma'am henry went on she say dat's all foolishness she say you just got the rheumatiz dat when you get up you gotta stay closer to your cabin and not be flying round where you tech mo cold this time the rheumatic leg performed some gyrations unheard of from such a diseased member ma'am henry said aunt fanny solemnly ain't it curious how little white folks know bout nature it show is oh mass he say he gwine most of de old servants and let em rest for de balance of de days cause dey been faithful and he think dey serve it i think so too we been workin all our days and i no old time done laid his hand heavy on my back ain't i right hum from the bed some people ages quicker than others dat's de gospel now wid you and me and tempy and baka and dashi dey ain't been nothin quick bout it hit case i tell you fanny child we's been here lo dees many days how maria get along aunt fanny asked uneasily oh maria she dis tickled to death she flyin round same as a chicken with his haid rung off she's so proud o herself dat she dis can't rest she can't do enough she scourin and she cleanin and she cookin all de time and when she ain't cookin she plannin what she gwine to cook i hear o mass say dat she surely was mighty pert and i low her batter cakes was somethin scrumptious mass stood at a mess he lowed dat ef maria kep a mekin such cakes as she mek in de mornin 
de molasses barrel ain't gwine hole out no time aunt fanny looked nervously toward her brogans in the corner the camel's back was being pretty heavily laden and a faint smile flickered over ma'am henry's shrewd face you just ought to see de airs maria tex on herself she allus struttin around wid a white apron on soon's uh, work's done and she calls herself de big house cook this was the last straw the camel's back went with a figurative crash the covers were thrown back and aunt fanny sprang up and seated herself on the side of the bed hand me my shoes she said why fanny for de lord cried ma'am henry in well-feigned surprise what you gwine do i's gwine get up from here dat's what i's gwine do hand me my shoes but your rheumatiz your rheumatiz ain't got no rheumatiz you done cured me she said slipping into her dress as she spoke but you ain't gin me de chance to try all de cures yet sposin you turns out to be conjured after all ain't old miss done say hit all foolishness but you done say de white folks don't know nothin bout nature ain't got no time to banter words wid you ma'am henry i got to go to my work i ain't gwine let my kitchen be all messed up and my white folks appetites plumb spiled by dat know nothin wench and aunt fanny walking with an ease that bore out her statement that she was cured swept out of the house with scant courtesy to her nurse who remained behind shaking with laughter i said so i said so she said to herself i know dey want nothin de matter wid fanny but de tantrums maria was a good deal surprised and not at all pleased when a little later her old rival appeared upon the scene and began to take charge of things in the old way why aunt fanny she said i thought you was sick you don't s'pose i's gwine to stay sick all de time do you was the short response i want you to know i's cured then maria bridled her unlimited authority in the last few days had put added spirit into her look here aunt fanny she said i sees through you now you just been sick cause you couldn't have your own way and you wanted to make believe i conjured you so de folks could drive me out didn't you but sick or no sick conjured or no conjured cured or no cured dis is my kitchen and i ain't gwine ginnin up to no woman later on the services of the master had to be called in again and he also began to understand well it's this way fanny he said you might be cured now but if you stay around here you are likely to be taken down again you are apt to become subject to these attacks so you'd better go back to your cabin and stay around there marie is going to take charge of the kitchen now and when we need you you can come up and cook something special for your old miss and me the old woman would have protested but there was a firm ring in her master's voice which was not to be mistaken and she went tearfully back to her cabin where though so suddenly cured she was immediately taken ill again more seriously if possible than before end of section eighteen